0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the
1: Endless Honeymoon
0: Podcast. Oh, we are a a couple in love. I am Moshe Kasher. I'm a husband.
1: Uh, My name's Natasha. And you are? A wife.
0: That's right don't you forget it okay okay sounds good it does
1: i'm a wife in a pandemic what's that mean it's not good
0: oh it's not <laughs> <laughs> tell me more
1: it's uh it's challenging
0: yeah i guess it's not great i think you might be going through some um oh what's the word uh paranoid paranoia 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 <laughs> Is that would that be fair to say?
1: Well, I saw this guy outside the house, and I thought he was maybe like staring at the house. She
0: saw a man outside of the house staring at the house. Yeah, got real freaked out. And uh, well, I
1: recognized him.
0: Right, it was somebody from your past. Yes, and hopefully this person isn't listening to the podcast right now. Uh, but uh, if you are, just I just quickly want to give a rundown of the inventory at the house. <laughs> Since the pandemic started, I have purchased two AR15s, combined them with duct tape. It's called there it's a AR30. Oh cool. Yeah, I have four sawed-off shotguns. I have nine German shepherds. Now if you're listening to the podcast and you heard the episode where we talked about not getting the German shepherd, just don't just be cool right now. We're we're trying to swage something. I got nine German shepherds. I got Klaus von Heiderstrofen, uh, little Adolf Himmler and four others. Now, uh, I, I and I also have some C four explosive,
1: and we also have two big TVs.
0: We got two big TVs.
1: Don't people want TV? Oh, I see. Don't people want to steal things? Too? I'm trying
0: to discourage people from breaking oh, in, right, but right. you want to say what we do no. in reality? What we do have is we've got a pound of uh, of beautiful Bolivian um, flake cocaine. We have a a, a kind of a, a box of just raw rubies. Under no lock and key, uh, we have a very simple way to get into the house. There's a there's a window on the first floor that says "Do not open." That's the one you open. You can crawl right in.
1: Okay. Well, I just was like, "Oh my god!" I hope that person isn't going to come like stalk us.
0: Five days later, a package arrives at the house. A giant. <laughs> I would call it a giant package. <laughs> and I I get I intercept it. I open it up, and it says. It's in okay. The it's a gigantic wooden plaque uh, that she's that that someone has purchased on Etsy, and it says something like, "like Welcome to the Johnsons." I'm not going to say what name it is, but it's like in the font is the like, um, you know the font that makes you think of like a fifty year old golf wife <laughs> in like Pismo Beach. I wanted like to that p- swooshy. It's not cursive, but it lo- it feels like it's a cousin of cursive.
1: It's horrifying.
0: And but it says, I wanted
1: to throw the scent off of our house.
0: Welcome to the Johnsons. So that the person w- will come to the house. The person who ostensibly has googled this house and is like, "Oh, that's where Natasha lives." Will come see the Johnsons plaque and go, "Oh, it must be the Johnsons that live here." But the best part of it all. What were you gonna say?
1: I was I was trying to think of how you can throw the scent off of someone so that they don't know that it's your house.
0: Johnson's. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought that... An I...
0: impenetrable security uh, idea.
1: Well, the plaque is ugly. I give you that.
0: It's not just ugly. It's not affixed to the gate. So every time <laughs> I open or shut the gate, it's just, I hear this like plank of wood clanging against the gate, just like Johnson's
1: it was stupid
0: well the stupid part to me the funny part was it's in this swooshy cursive writing and the, the actual name she picked starts with an l and ends with an o <laughs> and it's kind of swooshy so it really 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 looks like it says welcome to the, the leggeros
1: <laughs> that was that i was like a late night decision
0: it was an uh, a panic etsy
1: i don't because i was like i could pick any name Right. So I picked, like, my cousin's last name because it came to me. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize it had the same letters as my name.
0: Yeah, home of the Lajar Rons.
1: That was stupid. <laughs> I'm losing it. What can I tell you?
0: I don't know. I want I want you to... How can I help?
1: Um. Well, uh, you could maybe go on the road.
0: You want me to leave? You're worried <laughs> there's a stalker coming and you, your solution is that maybe I should leave town? <laughs> Okay, I guess that makes sense.
1: Just for like four days.
0: So what? So you can invite
1: this just so predator I can like over? breathe a little bit.
0: Why don't you leave?
1: Why don't you leave?
0: So you can breathe? The person who can't breathe, it's the onus is on them to leave. Mm. I'm I'm about to kick back, watch more Marvel movies.
1: Don't you want to get a job? A job? Yeah, like go do stand-up. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not having the issue. I'm chilling over here. You don't see me coming through with a with a with a "life is good" plaque from the "life is good" store at the mall that says like "Welcome to the Karschnars," and I'm like, I think I saw an ex girlfriend outside sniffing about.
1: <laughs> well, you know what. Sometimes I read things and they're like, everyone's doing the best they can. And I'm like, I don't think I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) I think I'm doing a little worse than the best I can. Natasha. But that's the best I got, I guess, for that moment. Natasha. Yeah?
0: Why don't you, I think you should do ayahuasca.
1: You say that every month when my period's about to start. Oh, is your period about to start? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay putting some pieces together over here (laughs) okay
1: um so yeah you know i'm doing the best that i did (laughs) i'm doing the best no that's what you said (laughs) (laughs) i'm
0: doing the best that i'm doing (laughs) Uh, honey don't worry about it because the truth is if this is the best you got it's not good enough (laughs) You ever heard the phrase falling asleep at the switch? Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard the phrase swing and a miss?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing?
0: You ever heard the phrase close but no cigar? Yeah. None of those apply to you. Honey, you're perfect. You're an angel. <sighs> you're a vision of perfection on God's green earth. I'm not. Natasha? Yeah. Do you believe in God?
1: Um. Sure, yeah. Yeah? I mean... I believe that, uh, you know, people have relationships with God and there's the universe speaks to you through circumstances. And I guess you call that God.
0: Mm. You know what I believe in? What? Mr. Johnson. Every night I pray to Mr. Johnson.
1: That's not even the name on the plaque.
0: It's not. But I was specifically forbidden to say the actual name on the plaque.
1: Whatever. Come stalk me. I don't really care.
0: Oh, hon, don't check out that hard. I need you to live. Don't stalk Oh,
1: yeah. I care about my kid. What about me? Well, I thought you were going to maybe start going on the road.
0: What the fuck is happening? <laughs> All right. Before we get uh, into dire circumstances in our relationship, I think the time has come for us to give some advice to another couple.
1: Okay. Well, let's see if we can help.
0: Great idea. Let's do it. Patch somebody through. We are going to call Diana in Austin, Texas. Diana. Hello. Diana, how are you? Good. Living in the comedy capital of America, Austin, <laughs> Texas, where every young comedian and older comedian is moving to restart their career. How is it? How are you? What's happening?
2: I mean, it's Austin. It's, it's great, even in the pandemic.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that confidence, that swinging Texas confidence. I also gotta say, I like the um, telemarketer uh, Wayne Brady mouth mic. That's really cool. I not one caller has ever had one of those.
2: I mean, I prefer like fast food order, (laughs) but you know,
0: I didn't mean to disrespect you. You look like you work at an Arby's. My mistake.
2: Um, I do telemedicine visits, so this is the headset the hospital gave me.
0: Are you a doctor? I am. Wait, okay, as an aside, can we call, are you a fan of the podcast? I, yeah. You ever heard of like a fangirl? <laughs> like, you know how they'll like do anything for the, the, they'll be like, you know, oh, i I, I knit, I knitted my favorite rock star, all these, uh, scarves or, Oh, you know, I, I'm a glass blower, so I, 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 blew, I blew glass for Cypress Hill. I always send them my bongs, right? So, you
1: want to, like, call her about your itches and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I'm
0: wondering if from now on, and I'm talking for a period of 8 to 10 years, we could do a little, like, you know, we just give you a call whenever we have any kind of medical issue whatsoever, and you provide us with uh, free fan-based healthcare.
2: I
1: mean, I'm, I'm a pediatrician. So I'm just I don't a know big kid helpful. at heart.
0: <laughs> I'm a big kid at heart. I got a spirit of a child.
1: So Diane, should we be worried about the variants with our children?
2: Yeah, that's really hard, right? Because um, children kind of, for the most part, don't get super sick whenever they're um, whenever they get COVID. But, you know, they can still potentially pass it on. So I think just Getting vaccinated is the most important thing.
0: We did get vaccinated, but the problem is we got the Sputnik vaccine. We went to St. Petersburg and <laughs> Sputnik. got Sputnik. Is that bad? Why
1: did they call it Sputnik?
0: Because that was the Russian satellite, I guess. The, the first... So they
1: named their vaccine after the satellite?
0: After a 1960s satellite. I don't know what Russians are up to. Um. Wait, Diana? Diana?
2: Yeah, Diana.
0: If you had to choose one vac, oh, you can't say this as a medical professional. Yes, you can. What's the best vaccine?
2: <laughs> the one that you can get.
0: Hey, there you go. Maybe that's a nice segue to your question. <laughs> how, could, how can we help you, you who is clearly smarter than both of us combined? What's What made you call?
2: So there is someone calling. So the problem is my husband um, doesn't want to say I love you. Your husband?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moshe, that's insensitive. Well,
0: it's funny. The husband part kind of sends it to a new realm. It's like, oh, no, we're not just dating. We are committed a lifetime commitment. Well, maybe
1: he's damaged. Let's hear more. Not everyone says I love you every four seconds like you.
0: Oh, Natasha.
1: All right, go on, Diane. Don't feel bad. Um.
2: And and so, I mean, so the reason I'm calling is just, I kind of want to get y'all's perspective because I don't know if I'm being crazy um, and sort of hoping that he'll say it more or, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've been married (laughs) two and a half years. Um, We are both out of relationships that were, you know, 10 years long He's been married before. I have not.
0: Oh, he's like your rebound husband. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or I'm his rebound wife. Yes.
1: So. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, so when we first started dating, and I think like the first time I said it, it was kind of like this awkward moment, right? It's the proverbial awkward moment of like, oh, he didn't say it back. And so his answer to me was like, Well, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm being forced to say it, like just because you say it, I I don't want to like parrot it back, is what he says. Um, and I guess at the time I was like, yeah, of course, I don't want to, I don't want to ever force you to do anything that you don't feel. So flash forward now to like when we've been in the pandemic and we're around each other for a lot. We're both um, frontline workers, so our life hasn't like completely changed, but we still spend all our time together and. He can go, like, six months and, like, never say it.
1: <laughs> Has he said it before?
2: He does. Like, he said it, like, on our wedding night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and what happens when you say it to him? Does wait, he... wait,
0: hold on. When he went to, it was on your wedding night, were you like, okay, it's time to consummate the marriage. Let's, let's lay in the wedding bed. And he was like, uh, look, I'm not going to do that, but I will say I love you. And then he ran out of the room or
1: it was like kind of regular t- appropriate timing okay. i guess right. what what does he say when you say it to him
0: right on do he say right on
1: he says thank you ew
0: yo diana
1: what's wrong with him does he have like some tragedy or trauma in his life
2: So that's so I I see a therapist just routinely. And so that's something she's like, tried to have me analyze. She's like, does his family say it? And I'm like, I guess they aren't like super verbal. I love you people. But neither were my parents. I mean, they're, they're Chinese background descent. So like,
1: They're not super affectionate either. Well, I mean, are are you familiar with the idea of love languages that people like like different? You know, like his obviously isn't words of affirmation, right? Right.
2: So I definitely don't. Like, he loves me. I know that. He likes to do gestures. And that's what he'll say. He's like, I just don't like saying it. It feels... I don't like being forced to say it. I'm afraid that it will lose meaning over time if I say it too much.
0: So I, th- so so therefore, I will never say it and hold all of that meaning in a sacred vase. Right. What what? what um, so when you say he does gestures, you... F-
1: like acts of service, d- kind of like he brings you things but and can I, does stuff. For
0: you. Can, can I ask you, do you feel loved by him? Not just do you know he loves you, but do you feel loved by him?
2: I do. Yes.
0: Can you tell us how?
2: I, I mean, I'm trying to. I don't know how to describe it. I just know that he loves me. I mean, he. You're right. He does access service. He will he help
1: you with something? Literally, he any can help
2: with? Yeah, literally anything I ask for, he'll do it. He plans our trips whenever we go on trips. Like he, will. What does he do? Oh, he, he, he does
1: a lot around the house.
2: Um. Yeah, he does most of the outdoor work.
0: Well, I have a handyman that does that, but I'm not convinced he loves me. Like, what? What is he affectionate toward you? Does he?
1: Does he cherish you? Does
0: he? Yeah. Does he cuddle up to you? Does he? Does he? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Does he get all Pfizer on you? If you know what I mean? Like, is that how's that going? (laughs) For sure.
2: That part is great.
0: Okay. Okay. Great. (laughs) You guys got. You guys got some Pfizer uh, interactions. Some. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think it's just for me, and I've told this before. Like, it's important for me just to hear those words. Um. And I guess I struggle with when he's like, I, it might wear off if I don't say it a lot, if I say it too much. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. That's weird. Is he playful (laughs) at all?
1: Like, do you think you can, do you guys like laugh and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Because maybe, maybe you could like overdo it a little bit, you know, and just say, I know you think it's going to wear off, but it would be important to me. And I'll say it to you 10 times. And you have to just say it to me once. Or I don't know. Like, you want to hear it. And he needs to kind of, I'm just kind of thinking out loud, but I, I, I do think that like, like, for example, Moshe says, I love you to our daughter, I'd say like 400 times a day. Okay. <laughs> and he says it to me, maybe like 30 times a day. And, like, he grew up in a family where they said, I love you. Remember, you have a whole thing about well, my
0: your- thi- my thing with my mom was that my mom used... My mom is literally the... My mom actually and your husband should meet. And maybe if they ran at each other physically as fast as both of them could and, like, hit each other, some of it could wear off. Because my mom says I love you it, as almost a, a psychological weapon. Like, growing up, my brother had this revelation once that growing up, we would tell my mom, like... This is just an example. This isn't real. But, like, if she would, let's say she stole 20 bucks from us, not that she did, but if she did, we'd go, Mom, what the fuck? You stole $20 from me. And she would say, I love you. And would be like, That's not the right <laughs> answer. It doesn't matter if you love me. Uh, where's my 20 bucks? So it's sure. like, it's like the opposite. It's like this kind of like, uh, this waterfall of linguistic love, you know? And what you're, what sounds like your husband has, I, I guess what I was, I was asking all these questions to feel like, is your relationship other than this? sticking point feel like a really good, loving, positive, n- uh, nurturing relationship. Everything else is dialed. And then this thing is this weird block.
2: Right. Exactly. Got it. And so I guess I'm trying to decide if this is something I just need to drop.
1: No, because no. also what happens when you guys, if you have a kid, right. You know, and I, I think it's really, I like how much Moshe is like affectionate and, you know, he's, he's very open with that. And, and then like, if a kid grows up never hearing the words, I love you, I, I don't know that that is great.
0: I, I I would agree. And I think like, you're probably right that if he's not going to say it to you, uh, then, then he's probably not going to feel comfortable. He's got an issue.
1: That would be funny though. If you had a kid and he was like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Dad, Bye-bye. I love you.
0: Dad, you stole my $20. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
1: I mean, I feel like there is some answer in, like, you just saying it to him more. And he's just, like, as long as it's not making you feel, like, insecure or embarrassed, well, you know? There's
0: a question. Do you – how does he – does he seem uncomfortable when you say it? Seems like it. Yes. He doesn't even like it when you say it.
2: Like, it's, it almost feels like deer's – and or it looks like a deer in a headlight. Sure. And then he's like, thank you so much. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't know what to do with that.
0: Hmm. I it sounds to me, yeah, I, Natasha hit the nail on the head in the beginning. There's something there, who knows what it is. Maybe it's trauma, maybe it's just like conditioning, like you said maybe his family was so withholding. And like, you know, I was talking to somebody today about this Two, you you said your family wasn't that loving, right? And uh, wasn't that outwardly loving and his family Mm -hmm. wasn't. But I was just talking about to somebody about this today, two people can grow up with the same set of circumstances, and their reaction to those circumstances can be wildly different. So you can say I had this family where they didn't they weren't effusive, but I am effusive. But he you don't know how what how it affected young what doctor, whatever, uh, you know, you don't know what it was like for him. It could have warped that little part of his brain where everything else is dialed, but that part is atrophied.
1: And I also feel like you guys are married, so it's like you don't have that much to lose. Like, what if you found it, because maybe he doesn't like to say it during sex. Maybe that's like really like too much for him, but maybe you could say it, When you bring him his coffee or I I don't know. I mean, the whole I I would never say I love you to a man first, (laughs) but I think that's cool that you did. I I would just be I'm like very scared and old fashioned. Like, I I just don't think I could have done something like that. It seems so horrifying. And then to have it never be like reciprocated.
0: I don't think that um, I. Well, I, I. have two feelings here. I have two, two. You think
1: that's dumb that I wouldn't say it first?
0: No, I just think it's funny that you said it to this woman who's clearly having like a vulnerable moment around that particular. Well, subject. I mean,
1: she's in a great relationship, and a lot of people aren't, and so she's already ahead of the game. You well- know, she's willing to drop this.
0: Yeah. But yeah. she
1: wants it for herself. So it's like if you want that, I just don't believe in like dropping an issue because it's easier for the man. Right. You know, and it's like and and you all I also don't want you to like have to make it turn it into this big thing. Have, That's why I'm like right. my instinct is more like how can you make it light and fun and like think of different ways to do it or say it or write it or like be like check the box or I don't know what something like try different ways and just say, honey, this is just something that I, I like in the same way way that i i don't know
0: i do you do you need it diana
1: i mean yeah yeah
2: you like need he, it as much as as much as doing all the other things that he does is amazing and i i it makes me feel loved i also really love to just hear the words but
0: isn't the whole thing with love languages isn't the whole thing i mean i'm not an expert on this topic cuz i'm kind of like a like a more of a street kind of gangster guy and so i don't think about <laughs> shit like this um <laughs> But isn't the whole thing with love languages that they're they operate in two directions? There's the love language you l- use, and then there's right. the love language you need, right? So it's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, I don't do that. Oh, oh, that thing that you need, I don't, I don't fuck with that. I'm more of a, I'm, but- a, I'm a man over here. I do, <laughs> I do handy, I do. Uh, errands instead like but you know, they're
1: often the same like I, I i'm always like bringing you coffee and doing things for you and it's because that's what i want you to do to me
0: i know but what i'm saying is that's not my thing right what, what, whatever whatever yours but,
1: is like you want to just talk and say you love someone
0: whatever mine is if yours is i need acts of service is that what you're saying yeah even though that's not my instinct Right? Or whatever it is you need. You need gifts. I like gifts. She likes gifts. And she Mm -hmm. they have to be like all precious stones, (laughs) emeralds, (laughs) rubies, sapphires, like right. But she needs gifts. That's a part of her thing. It's not my instinct. I don't like buying people gifts. I think it's art it feels in fact it feels eerily similar. Uh, To the way your husband talks about saying "I love you," it Mm -hmm. feels like there's an artifice to giving gifts that feels like commodifying love, and 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 and, Moshe has
1: issues, and and, he's
0: no, 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 and that's fair, yeah. But but over the years, Natasha's like explained to me, like, well, that's how I, that's a part of how I feel love is if you give me little things to me on
1: my birthday it's not like i just want presents (laughs) just like i had to tell him like the third birthday we spent together i'm like it would be nice if you got me a present and he's like well i just like to give presents when i feel like it and i i just kind of had to keep you know reaffirm like just i had to keep reminding him that wasn't good enough
0: in a really Mm -hmm. cool very chill way she would remind me (laughs) Very non, but it wasn't
1: it was like i'm not gonna like not have a birthday present ever you know like hold
0: on that so that was the point i was gonna make it's like they
1: are similar is
0: they are they're similar they doesn't quite feel like love to me to give somebody a physical object that i bought on amazon but Mm. i recognize that that's what she needs and so i've worked on that over the years like okay even though this isn't my instinct I should just get her something. If I see flowers, if I go to, go grocery shopping and I see flowers there, I go, shit, she likes flowers. I'll, I'll sometimes remember to throw flowers in the thing because she likes getting them. So the whole part of being in a relationship is that not only that you indulge your own instincts and you go like, this is what makes me comfortable, so that's what I do. You also go, this is what makes her feel loved, so that's what I'll try to do. He's never mm-hmm. going to be a dude that's like, you're never going to be married to my mom. I'm, I hate to say it. <laughs>
2: And that's okay. You know, like he said, well, I don't want you to like count all of them. And I'm like, well, the only reason I'm counting now is because it's it's so few and far between. But if it becomes sort of part of the natural language, like you're right, we'll go probably several days and never say I love you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's just not consistent enough that you notice the lack of it or I notice the lack of it.
1: God, I feel like someone would know the answer to this. It feels uh, like you could trick him so easily into just learning how to say this, but I don't.
0: I have some some ideas, but okay. maybe I'm not the one you're right. There is. There does feel it like just there's feels
1: a... like I feel like if I if I asked a therapist, they would understand. Well,
0: there we go. Have you guys ever gone to a couples counselor?
2: Right. Um, we've talked about it just to kind of enhance our overall communication with one another. But he's a little bit leery of that as well.
1: I'm all about therapy. so Oh, I know what you could do. You could. I've done this before. You could threaten him with therapy unless he starts saying I love you. <laughs> well,
0: but, well, the thing about therapy is like he needs he needs to hear what this sounds like to an outsider because this is mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. Straight up. This is ridiculous. And
1: it's hard for me to imagine that not saying I love you to your wife doesn't like have other ramifications. Like it, 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 it seems like impossible. He's just like a totally cool husband in every way. but he, <laughs> he just is like, I don't want you to keep score. I'll say it to you once every seven months. But you're saying sound like that. Maybe you could just play him this podcast.
0: I mean, that would be a thing. But I think <laughs> I think he needs to hear from a, some from a professional, just what it sounds like. I mean, the answer is so obvious. The answer is not your husband needs to get comfortable and happy saying "I love you." The answer is your wife needs to be told she she is loved, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not you can't change him. He'll always have some weird PTSD from whatever bizarre you know wooden family he was raised with. But you are not wooden. (laughs) You are a woman of flesh and blood and a tele and a telemarketing headset. You are an Arby's worker. And 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 you 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 want to have a loving home. Yeah. So I here's my thoughts.
1: And you always hear about those kids who are like I only heard my mom say I love you to my dad once. Or I never, my mom never touched me. My dad, I never heard the word love come out of his mouth. Like you always hear that from people like a lot of like older people, you know, I think that's Mm -hmm. how they were raised. And like, it's so sad. And you're like, how could anyone have a family like that? You know, like you have to kind of like be really kind of tackle it now. So here's
0: what I think. Okay. I think couples counseling a hundred percent it would take one session but they
1: have a good relationship
0: yeah it's it's called triage it's not called do you know anything about triage lady yeah. hey doc <laughs> you know anything about triage it's like you know it's a it's a it's a pointed therapy session where you talk about one thing and 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 he gets to hear out loud how important it is to you to be told that you are loved and then he gets to explain his logic and have a doctor go like yeah that doesn't work you know and then and then that's thing one right do you agree
1: yeah and I also think she could explain to him the thing you said it's not about what you need it's about what I need yeah because that that's you know expressing your needs to people I I think is part of being in a relationship
0: and I think like I think I would don't usually make this uh, this kind of advice on this podcast I think you gotta like straight like dominate this fool like I think you need (laughs) to like I'm serious like I think he just needs to like get straight like just bitch slapped like it's like uh uh-uh. uh you need, this is what i need and you will do it and if if you want to make it every morning when we're eating breakfast together or every night before we go to bed once a day like it doesn't matter if you're comfortable you got it and i think like wear him wear him down you can start doing a thing where when he doesn't say it you keep saying it until he says it like you got to go kind of like a so like a sybil on him you know what i mean
1: has like, he yeah. ever initiated it yes um
0: every year on your anniversary right right
2: <laughs> it also feels weird right like and 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 that's kind of that's putting him in kind of a bad spot but it feels funny because i'm so not used to hearing it that i'm like what what's going on
1: well <laughs> why no, are you saying that now Well, let me help you with that when he says that to you that's when you like give him a blowjob.
0: <laughs> with, the headset, with the headset on, though. I mean, That'll that's, really that's not
1: when you're like, what are you saying? Like, you want to encourage that. You want to, like, sure. encourage that, that behavior. That's
0: really smart. I, I I think, like, let him know that there's a transactional um availability <laughs> in your relationship that every time he says it, he gets a blowjob. No, but, no, I, but I, mean- I, I I know, I'm fucking with you. I think that's really smart, Natasha. Like, if he... If you... forget sex but like sex or whatever are so effusive when when you get that I mean Mm -hmm. obviously this is fucked up because like you shouldn't have to fucking be effusive when somebody says something as rote as I love you to the wife but if you respond in a way that's like you just made me feel so special thank you so much I actually he might recoil actually now that I'm thinking of it he might be like I didn't mean it to be that you know whatever I'm like I what about god this is hard this, uh, uh, what about like um, some coupons? You know what? Like when you were a kid and you would give your parents like a coupon. Your parents,
2: like, like a coupon. I'll make you breakfast yeah, or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe you get, you do like 10 I love you coupons from him, right? And then you mm-hmm. can cash them in anytime. And then he'll kind of like get used to it. And then, you know,
1: he, he just. You has think to... the man who doesn't want to say I love you is going to want to redeem coupons? <laughs> 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 it's, also, it's not called coupons, it's coupons. Coupons? That's how we say it.
0: Coupons. What do you say in Texas?
1: Coupons.
0: Coupon. Laura, what do you say? Damn, does anybody say coupon? Am I just stupid?
1: (laughs) People who've never had to use coupons. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, we're going to keep thinking about this, but I just think like you know what, who knows what the answer is going to be. But right now, at least we know the answer is you telling him and expressing to him in the right moment in a nice way what you need and 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 not when you're in a fight and not when you say it and he says something weird, just like totally just – and and also maybe he'll step up to the plate. You know, you can just let him know. Like, you know, I was thinking about it and, you know, it's not really about you. It's kind of about me and what I like. And it's just something that I would like to hear a little more frequently. And if he doesn't like step up and do it – then maybe it is time for like some therapy or something but i just think opening the f- the 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 gates to the conversation and not just wanting to stop asking for what you want
0: yeah cuz my instinct my my instinct is to start is to say oh it's time to retaliate it's time to find something that he likes a kind of love that he needs and just yeah. withhold that from him but i think that that w- kind of war is kind of like actually could turn into this bizarre dynamic in your relationship that would right. really be unhealthy I think Natasha's right like you have to have a conversation because the thing is what I've gotten from this conversation is there's a part of you tell me if I'm wrong here doc but I'm going to analyze you there's a part of you that's like maybe it's my problem that I need this from him maybe I need I, I'm not being reasonable maybe I should be chill and cool about this
2: is, right I think there's a part of me that's like well maybe maybe I'm being unreasonable like I don't want to nag him I don't want to harp on him
0: but no maybe I'm
2: missing something but
0: no the answer is from from any any normal perspective the answer is no like the the excuse he's given you isn't good enough to justify the thing he's withholding from you like mm-hmm. if he said to you here's the thing about the phrase I love you every time i say it i'm reminded of my childhood kidnap tormentor that kept me in a basement for nine years and would say i love you you know while he tortured me you would go i don't expect you to say i love you that's fine no problem but he's like it makes me feel ooky i don't i don't like the vibe of it it feels artificial that's not a good enough reason to not tell your wife i love you even if you don't like doing it so he needs to know this is just like natasha said This is something I need, not something I want. I don't need you to feel good about it. I don't need you to do it all the time, but I need it to be something regular because in reality, being affectionate, verbally affectionate is as important as being physically intimate or as being as being uh, helping with chores around the house. Like this isn't you deserve to be told you love you're loved.
1: And you're so sweet and gorgeous. And it's like he's you know, it's. It's part of, of life, you know. You you have to be able to express your, your, your thoughts. And, you know, it's not that big of a deal to love someone.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not that big of a deal to say it. Maybe like, you should
1: tell him that you love him when he's, like, really vulnerable, like, sick or taking a shit or something. And then he'll, like, start to, uh,
0: I don't know. May, yeah, maybe you can say, I love you and I'd like you to say it back. <laughs> be a good place to start. I think finding. I honestly think having him talk to somebody, like forcing the issue. Don't force mm-hmm. the "I love you" issue. Force the "We need to talk to someone together" issue, and then be really honest about what you need. I think that's the. But next but step.
1: before you do that, I think it would be good to like put it in his court and see if he yeah. can tell you a little more often. And if he doesn't, then maybe do the therapy thing because yeah. because you don't want him to just say it back to you. You want him to initiate it right yeah yeah for sure
0: do you think you can do it can you force him to go to therapy maybe you have to i mean what does he give you if you yeah if he won't go to therapy with you he won't tell you he loves you what what do you have you live what do you live with a contractor it's like no he can't even it can't even help like if he was married to a non-doctor he could be like well i'm a doctor i provide that service you don't he doesn't even get that you can prescribe yourself your own oxys you know what i mean (laughs) i think you have to take you have to take this seriously because there's a communication yeah, for thing. Sure. i think mm-hmm. i don't drop it don't be chill you're not being unchill by needing this i would need it anybody would need it you deserve it
1: but you okay. can still be soft and loving and sweet and funny when you ask him and tell him that you need it yeah for sure that's yeah. what we think okay okay well good luck honey wait
0: before we let you go diana we want to tell you something
1: we love we you. we love
0: you diana <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aw, thanks, guys. I love y'all too.
0: All right, thank you. Thanks for the work. Thanks for the work that you're doing on on the front line, yes. and helping kids, and, um, and and thank you for that too. I know it's not been an easy year for people like you, so keep working in them hospitals and helping us.
2: Well, thank you very
1: much. It was thanks. a pleasure talking to y'all. Same here. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: That was a rough one. I and I I'm I am upset. I feel like there's
1: an answer, and I don't know how to what it is because they're already married.
0: Yeah. Well, right in.
1: I wouldn't have married someone who didn't say I love you.
0: It's bizarre, but you know what? I mean, I do think. Relation- Poor
1: girl thinks it's her fault.
0: Well, that was the part where I was like, I, "That I, I, you can't, you can't go away thinking that it's not your fault." But you know, people are unusual. People have weird areas, and it's not. I don't think that the that, that it's irredeemable that a person has an issue. What's irredeemable is when a person won't work on their issue that's what i think if a person's like i'm not going to give you what you need and i refuse to talk about it or work on it that's that's more of a broken situation than when a person's like i'm fucked up but
1: well you know people can't always admit that they're fucked up
0: well people shouldn't be married to people that won't admit And
1: sometimes when people are fucked up they don't realize that they are
0: i know and that's why you need somebody to say hey you're fucked up don't you think i think what do you guys think write us let us know Natasha, would you like to hear some secrets? That would be nice.
3: I have a secret for you guys. Um, I've been meaning to get this off my chest. Uh, This was my second job ever. And I think I was 19 at the time. It was a Korean radio station. And it was full of old men. I was the only female um, employee. And my job was to answer the phones and make coffee. And they made me feel pretty shitty. So one day, I was pretty upset with the way I was being treated. So I decided to make their coffee very special. And I got the water from the toilet instead of the water fountain that I usually do. And I made them coffee that day. And maybe a couple times after that, not too many times, but just a couple and it just felt so good to um, serve them my special coffee that way. Thank you. love the show.
1: I love it. I hate when people are just like mean. Like why are you rude to the interns bring who's like you're serving you? What's wrong with people?
0: I honestly don't know.
1: You don't like it?
0: No, 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 I don't like being mean people. I just I, I'm like, what is it that makes people mean? What is the what do you get? What exactly do you get out of it? I mean, I get being like, mean like making fun of someone that's fun it's just
1: old men who wanted like treat people like shit but why because they get off on it because they don't have anything else
0: but that's not something
1: well i don't know i've been treated like shit a bunch like you're just like you're like an underling
0: mm-hmm. it's like an ego thing i've had situations like that
1: very male i'm sure there's many women who do it but it's it's yeah, a no, very male thing
0: you're right women are largely known for their interpersonal kindness with uh with people
1: I think they are more than men.
0: You think women are nicer than men? Yes. That's interesting. I don't think... Nicer? Yeah, like kinder. Yes. Huh.
1: I mean, are you talking about like women being bitches to each other? Is that the thing you're kind of referencing? <laughs>
0: no, I'm not. I'm just trying to think if I agree that m- men are... Me- I- There's a lot of things that men are like much... Like whenever
1: a woman steps in, then all of a sudden like they uh, things get figured out.
0: But that's not the same as being nice. That's... I think women are nicer than men. Hold on, I'm not sure what I think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to process what I think here. I mean, in the fact that men are violent and uh, assaulty and uh, do all the weird sex stuff, that's not nice. But I'm. I'm not. So I'm not talking about that. I'm trying to think: Are women nicer than men? I don't know that. I. I don't know. I don't think I. I don't know that I think
2: that.
1: Men don't like to be told what to do. Like, like think about like male assistants. Like, men aren't that comfortable. Like being told what to do and you know what i mean like but women are just kind of like okay I'll, i guess i'll do that
0: well, that's being like docile or yeah servile. but like men
1: take advantage of that
0: sure but we're th- i mean i still don't think we're talking about kind, like being nice interpersonally nice okay i don't know I, i'm not sure i'm oh, god I've, get back to me on that should we hear another secret or sure. should, we, should we hash this out maybe i'm wrong are women nicer than men they're certainly more God, I don't know.
1: I mean, obviously, people are individuals.
0: Yeah. But if we're lumping, if we're doing some lumping.
1: We don't do that anymore.
0: Okay. We're unlumping. We're not doing that. Let's play another secret.
3: Hi, Moshe and Natasha. Um, So one of my biggest secrets is that whenever I'm having a bad day, I go on Instagram and I troll Marjorie Green supporters and her Instagram page and... I dislike everything. Comment, start fights with her supporters, and I become a troll. And it's a great way for me to get my angst out. Thanks.
0: Bye. I mean, I guess if it if it doesn't bring you angst, my problem whenever I'm fighting with someone on the internet, even if it's somebody I know is like a lo- a loser, like a racist loser, I still feel uneasy and angsty i don't feel like joy or triumph i just feel like nasty all day so if you're really getting joy out of it i support it
1: yeah i mean i i feel like it would lead to more stuff yeah isn't that a q person
0: she is like a q person she's she's the worst i mean she's the worst just just a just dog shit a straight up human plop of dog doo-doo
1: one of the women who aren't nice
0: yeah, there we go. There we go. Are there any other um, really wild Q supporters in office? Oh yeah, that Lor- Lor- Lorna Bobbitt or whatever. Another another lady. Hmm.
1: Well, hmm. I don't think that's sustainable. But I like that it's giving you a ch- a, a, a chubby a, th- a chubby.
0: If it does make give you joy, hey, why not? I just feel like negativity even this is my thought on this negativity even towards those that deserve negativity is still negativity and you're just pumping more of it into the world Uh, not that i'm saying it's a bad thing to do it just doesn't feel healthy for me it doesn't feel healthy i hear you but you know what fuck it if it makes you brings you great joy then you you keep doing it okay code monkey let's play the next (laughs) secret
3: hi mosh hi posh Love the pod. Here's my secret. I am in a relationship with a Christian man. I am also Christian, but probably not as much as he is, or at least rule following as much as he is. Um, and he requested that we no longer have sex and we just god. do other things. Oh
1: my god. Um,
3: and break up with we, I. I'm okay with that, but I am a sexual person, so I need a little bit more, and my secret is sometimes when I'm sleeping next to him, I masturbate to the sound of him licking his lips in his sleep. Um, It's really embarrassing, and I've never told him because I don't want him to be freaked out, but
1: that's my secret. Um,
3: Again, love the pod. Love you guys.
1: Bye. He should be so lucky. As to what? His girlfriend's like masturbating to him, like licking his lips.
0: Can I ask her a question? What Do, is that? How Christians sleep? How? <laughs> I'm like, what? How much
1: lick-lipping
0: is, <laughs> lick lipping is lick lip licking is occurring that she's able to get a nut off to this?
1: Wait, they already had sex, and it then sounds you, like that it. is like you
0: pull back. It's that like, is isn't a the,
1: deal breaker. Isn't
0: the sin done? I mean, didn't the sin occur? It, What's the worry? What a funny idea, though. It is a funny idea that there's a God that's up there going like, fingering only, only blowjobs. God don't like penetration.
1: Well, you could say that with anything that people do. Like, God doesn't want you to eat pork, or God doesn't want you to do, you no, know, it's everyone has no, their own individual. No, no,
0: the pork thing you couldn't say that with because that's Judaism.
1: Oh, and there's no God in Judaism?
0: No, it's just, it's correct. <laughs> So, yeah, duh, bad example, Natasha. No, I guess what I'm saying is not like it's funny to have strictures on your religion, but it's a funny idea to be like, oh, I figured out, like, it's all good if we like, you know, I'm going to just eat your ass and God will be cool with that. But if I actually penetrate you, then God is going to raise an eyebrow and be like, "Mm -mm, no, none of that. You got to just analingus only here in God country.
1: I, I mean, I just think that someone who you've already had sex with and experienced that kind of intimacy, and then they want to go back to a different thing. But I don't know. She doesn't seem to care. She
0: said she's down with it. But she likes to um, she likes to uh, to masturbate to the sound of him licking his lips in bed. Do I lick my lips in bed?
1: I don't know, honey. I fall asleep before you.
0: Well, I'll tell you what you don't do in bed.
1: Masturbate to the sound of your um,
0: I don't know if you do that. What I know is that you don't do a lot of lip licking.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so hard to like. She doesn't care, right? Yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, that kind of thing just makes me angry.
0: By the way, why is it even a secret? If he woke up while you were doing that, the the the, the lip licking, yeah, and
1: masturbating and to the, lip, the lips, lips is allowed.
0: Exactly. That's not penetration. That's that. God loves that. God's like, one thing I am for is lip licking, jerking. You gotta. Rub one out to the lippery lickery.
1: So people who are Christian like that, it's because their parents are, right? I
0: don't know. No, not necessarily. Sometimes they're born again.
1: I bet you it's mostly people whose parents told them that. No. Really?
0: I mean, Christianity.
1: Adults who are like, I'm going to take back our sex and now I'm just going to fuck you in the ass (laughs) because I believe in God.
0: I wonder if they are doing anal. For Jesus. Will you give us a call back? Let us know if you're doing anal. <laughs> um, Tosh, what do you think? Should we do a one more secret or should we do it? A- I think
1: we should take a call. Let's
0: take another call.
1: Okay, we're going to call Mike in Cape Town, South Africa.
0: Is that your South African accent? Yes. Let me hear it.
1: South Africa.
0: Can you do it when we get Mike on the line?
1: It can only say a few words. Okay, hold on. It's like Australian.
0: Hold on. Uh, Let's just see what he thinks.
1: I'm sure he doesn't want to hear my accent, honey.
0: You're probably right.
1: Hey, Mike. Mike.
0: Oh, can't hear him. Can't can't hear hear you. That doesn't sound good at all. That sounds vaguely American, (laughs) vaguely English, and vaguely Australian.
1: Hello, Mike.
0: Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Yes, yes, yes. How are you? Cool. Good. How are you? Oh, very good. What's
1: um, happening in Cape Town these days?
0: Yeah, how's Cape Town?
1: Is it is it unmasked?
4: Well, it's fine. Um, we've got a curfew at twelve twelve p.m., so we can't really go out late. Twelve p.m. Restaurants are fine. Sorry, no, no, no. 12, 12 in the morning, twelve at night. Oh, gotcha. I
0: gotcha. Okay. And All
1: what right. what's up with restaurants? They're open or no?
4: Open mm-hmm all right that's nice. it's so strange you can go to the restaurants wearing a mask but once you sit down you can just take it off and continue with your mask
1: that's a math mask that mask. nobody's really like wants to confront or figure out
0: we were hoping <laughs> that the south african government had maybe done some more logical
4: <laughs> figuring no, out no,
1: i think the idea is that we'll all wear our masks as symbols but we know that we're okay okay with the person we're sitting with
0: mike can we ask you a question of course um Natasha and I are desperate to go on an international adventure and we would like to come stay with you. <laughs> would that be okay?
4: I can uh, maybe recommend some Airbnb. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> All this free entertainment we're providing to the people of South Africa. Hey, is Cape Town's the nice part, right? Isn't that the place that's supposed to be beautiful? Cape Town is great. Cape yeah. Cape
4: I just moved here like two months ago. It's fab. From where? From Johannesburg,
0: uh, and Johannesburg less less beautiful,
1: less fab, You're less
4: fab, really dangerous.
0: <laughs> okay, got it. I want to go to I want to go to South Africa. I want to go to Cape Town. You know what? They have surfing in South Africa, and you have to contend with being eaten by great whites.
1: Ooh, you should go do it.
0: <laughs> oh my. Okay, how can we help? What's happening? Tell us. What's your issue?
1: I've been seeing this guy
4: recently, and it's been fine. It's been great. But we've kind of gotten more serious in the last couple of months, uh, well, the last two months. And I'm off dating apps, and I know he's not, and we've spoken about it, but um, the way our relationship is going, the way we're acting is kind of not the same. as Because we're taking it very casually. It just feels like the way we act isn't leveled with the way we label our relationship. And I don't know if I'm being cynical, or <laughs> he doesn't want to get off dating apps. He's not seeing other people. Am I being cynical, or is it just this like red flags that I'm kind of missing? I'm not. I mean, is it me? Am I crazy?
1: Your your relationship feels like it's a serious relationship.
4: Yeah, like we go away for weekends together. We spend a lot of time together. We see each other a couple of times a week. We Got it. Over.
1: You say I love you.
4: No, no, no. Oh God, Natasha.
1: <laughs>
0: they don't even say that in in South Africa ever. No one does.
4: Okay. Wait, do, so, do,
1: you, do you make a lot of future plans with each other?
4: Yeah, okay. to, to an extent, I mean, but this not is, like buying, having kids. That's crazy.
0: This is the, this is, oh, do you have a thought? I have a thought. I mean, this is, how long have you been dating? Like three months, four months. Oh, it's early yet, huh? But you, it's feeling like the time to have the conversation. Have you had the conversation yeah. where you're like, I would like us to get off of dating apps?
4: We have, and he said, "Well, I'm not going on dating apps to meet people." <laughs> then I just said, "So why are you going on there?" Like, like I don't know if that's kind
1: of <laughs> why is Like, he I'm going- trying to meet some more penises. And like, what that?
0: Wait, but that
1: was a South African accent. No, no
0: I didn't didn't nail it. Um, wait, why he's claiming he goes on st- dating apps to what
1: to have sex.
4: I don't know. You see you say they're not seeing other people. So I don't know why would you then want to go on dating apps? I don't know if that it feels like it's a red flag. I don't know if I'm either being lied to or there's something wrong with them. I'm not sure, but it just doesn't feel it doesn't make me feel comfortable, you know.
1: I, I mean I wouldn't feel comfortable if I was off the dating apps that you probably met on, right?
4: Yeah. So it's not that I told them I don't want you to be on dating apps. It's like he said, don't worry about me being on dating apps. It's not that serious. It's just <laughs> Wait, affordable. wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. He brought it up apropos of nothing. He's like, by the way, don't worry about all of the many, many dating apps that I'm on. Just know that I'm here with you, my <laughs> friend. No?
4: We were speaking about it. We had a conversation. And then he said, don't worry about me being on dating apps. I'm not seeing other people. It's nothing you should be worried about. But I can't help think, why are you on there?' It I mean, make sense.
1: if I were in your position, I would get on some dating apps
4: <laughs> <What> by fire <laughs> with fire.
1: Well, I mean, you guys should both be getting off them at the same time. It's not fair that, you know, it's it's it, he's not on he's not on them. But the guy's dating is like actively scrolling and looking for new people all the time. Like that doesn't feel like an even playing field. And I think that if I were dating someone who was at, you see him on the apps, I would be like, OK, well, I'm going to get on too. I know that's hard for you because you don't want to, but I don't know. I think, what, I think but this, that's probably immature. I think
0: this can be remedied simply. I would say this is like a a uh, an orange flag. Uh, this is like it's not yet a red flag. It's approaching red flag. But what has to happen is you guys have to find a you have to find a date yourself. Like, what is the date at which point I will say, I need this, not. It's like, I don't want to see other people, but I am getting so serious about this that I need him to stop being on the dating app. And then at that point, it's not even really about an ultimatum. It's about having like a real conversation, not where he goes, hey, by the way, by the way, and this is my South African accent. Don't worry about it. This is my South African accent. (laughs) By the way, don't don't worry about the dating apps, okay? I'm not seeing other people. No, you just say, let's say it's your five-month anniversary, whatever. It's up to you. Then you say... Hey, I uh, uh I don't want us to be on dating apps. I want us to be exclusive. And then if he says, I don't want that, then it becomes a red flag. You just went from orange to red. Now you gotta get now it's time to get the fuck out because you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt, right? But at
4: this point it's three
1: up. three months is 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 not that long of a time though. I feel like you know it's going well but
4: it's not that long but the way that we act in, a, like in our relationship just makes it feel it's kind of confusing where time isn't really the time we've been together is kind of not leveled with the way we are together if that makes sense And, and no, is,
1: is it being initiated from him is he just very like intimate and very like you feel like you've known him forever and he is he initiating all of this
4: yeah, we act kind of like boyfriends, and it's really nice. I kind of I fall into that really easily because it's comfortable. I feel comfortable with him. It's we have great plans. We get on really well. We like the same things. We go to the same restaurants. It's just really. He likes my dogs, which is great, and like that's kind of. And you it have, just feels you, really have comfortable.
0: you have nine Rhodesian Ridgebacks, right? That's what every, is that, <laughs> I don't think I'm speaking out of class to say that everybody I, in, I in, South it, Af- no, in South no, Africa has a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Um, wait. I, this is what I think. Do you have a thought, Tasha? How
1: long after dating him did you delete your account or stop going on it?
4: Um, like
0: two months in. Pretty normal. Okay, I have a thought. Here's the thought. You keep. I think you're thinking about this the wrong way. You're thinking this relationship is so nice and feels so intimate that it behooves him to get off of the dating app. He's he's got to want to get off the dating app because of how intimate I feel. But actually, another way to look at it is, this relationship is so nice and so intimate that it behooves me to tell him what I need from a relationship this intimate. So forget whether or not because his timeline is different than yours. He might be scared of getting off the apps. He might be.
1: Can't free- he wait like three more months? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. I'm
0: saying he might be freaking out about like, oh, God, I really like this guy. But like if I get off the dating apps then it becomes official and uh, I, I don't know, that's weird. We haven't talked about we haven't even said I love you yet. Like, you don't know what his timeline is. He's He's got a different experience than than you. So. What's, what's in front of you is not him changing. What's in front of you is having a... Con- it's not a weird conversation to say, I want to be exclusive. And you just haven't had that conversation yet. So that's what you need to have. And yeah, maybe Natasha's right. Maybe you wait another month and then you say, okay, it's been four months or five months or six months or whatever date you choose. I want to have the talk where we say, let's shut this shit down. You and me for the rest of time go to these cafes.
1: Yeah, but what if it seems like he already had a conversation like that and he was like, Don't worry about me on the apps, sweetie. No, I
0: don't think so.
4: (laughs) Is
1: that what happened really?
0: No. It (laughs) is. Did you say I want to be serious and committed to you and he said don't worry about the
4: apps? i just said it doesn't feel normal because why what are we doing if you're still on dating apps because i thought if you're on dating apps it just feels like this doesn't feel that serious to you but it feels serious to me yeah
1: and then you feel crazy and cheated you know it's like what you're like supposed to be like thinking about this relationship but someone's still like opening themselves up to anyone that's not fair
4: yeah i know so i don't know it's it's not nothing's wrong i don't feel like i'm being cheated on or anything, because I don't think you can, like, what are the boundaries there? You don't know. But I feel everything is fine until... What if in a year's time, I'm still like, why are you on dating apps? So he's still like, don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm not going on dates.
0: If in a year's time, you haven't had a conversation with him where you say, I need us to be exclusive. Then, yeah, there's a red flag and it's you. <laughs> it's your self-esteem. Why have you not had a conversation where you're like, we've been dating for a year. I need this to be exclusive. It's very, it's clear to me that it's not, he's still in his fuckboy shit and you're in this in the sweetheart shit and you, at some point, will need to transition him into sweetheartship full time, or get walked the other way.
4: Yeah, so it's just kind of figuring out how to do that. We'll just talk to him, and I'll give it a couple of months, and I'll see how I how, how it works. Or how it would reacts. Would you
1: be okay with um, opening? like opening up your side of the relationship if he doesn't want to?
4: I, I kind of feel wrong for doing that because I need to, like when I invest my time in someone, it's kind of, you know, I don't want to be fucking around with other people because it confuses me. And no, I like it, but that's the not I don't want to do.
1: That's exactly what you should tell him, too. You know, I think that's a great, that's a great opener, you know, like, because you're being really honest. See, I, I wouldn't be that honest. I would just be like, OK, well, if you're not getting on, then I am I have five dates this week.
0: <laughs> you just make it up, you mean?
1: No, I would get on the apps oh. and start dating and, you know, doing my thing. Oh,
4: dates so make and move it on retroactively in the next week or two.
0: <laughs> I had this conversation with Natasha. It was the first time I ever had that conversation with a person ever in my life where I was like, we need to shut. This down. I didn't say it like that. I was like, "Do you think we should be exclusive?" And I was the one that was uncomfortable because I'd never done it before. She'd been exclusive with people before. It was my first time, and it was there was a lot of energy behind it for me. I was very scared to have the conversation, but I had it because I knew from watching romantic movies and living in the world that that's a part of some people's. It's a pretty common conversation: the "Should we see other people?" conversation. And if he.
1: I don't like his response to you.
0: I don't like it either, but I don't think you've got, uh, am I wrong? Maybe I'm misunderstanding you. Have you had a thing where you said, I need us to be not see other people?
4: I just said, well, if you, tell me, if you tell me that you're not seeing other people, I need you to not be on Grindr or not be on dating apps or not be on you know platforms. And then he said, I don't think that, he said he doesn't think that's the problem where you can see other people whether he's on dating apps or not. But then you're still on dating apps. I don't understand that. Kind of... <laughs> okay.
1: And did you it's, ask you know... him? Did you have a follow-up question with that?
4: Yeah, I just said kind of, well, then we need to change our relationship. Then we need to, to be more casual and not see each other this often because it's just is confusing. We need to label up the behavior with what we label our relationship.
1: Right. I, I mean... got to
0: gotta say his response just moved the flag from orange to like a... Amber, Uh, an amber or a magenta, (laughs) it's more, it's get, it's approaching red right now. Like, that's a crazy response. Like, that's a well, maybe he
1: he, needs a little more time. That's why it's like you're enjoying yourself right now and you guys are having fun. Like, you could give it a couple more months. That
0: that is classic gaslighting where you go, I don't want to see other people, and and I think that you should get off the apps if we're going to be exclusive. And he goes, Look, look the thing isn't the apps because I could be fucking people anywhere, you know? So I'm going to stay on the app. It's such a weird, like, turning your own logic against you when you're making a very reasonable request, which is don't be on dating apps if we're in an exclusive relationship. And he's like, the life is an app. The world's an app. Cape Town is an app when you think of it. I think, yes, I think in one month's time, it's time to have a conversation where you say, I really like you, and I want to see you exclusively, but I can't if you're going to be on apps and then, if he says no at that point, red flag it's not magenta anymore it's turned it's turned blood red, and you you need to go
1: and at the very least, you need to get on the apps then and you know date other people and maybe he'll come around, but mm-hmm. you know you won't know until you do that. and I think like just letting him win that argument is a mistake,
0: yes.
4: I'll pick a fight this weekend.
0: That sounds perfect. <laughs> that's what we that's what our advice was. Do it quickly, do it now, pick a fight. Um, but
1: but that's not a good that's that's not good his response.
0: If he breaks it off Oh, no, I just
1: feel
4: like I'm not crazy, right? That's not me. I it no. is not normal to respond that way.
0: No, it's it's classic, it's classic like Uh, emotional mystery it's gaslighting it's gaslighting you you were saying i want to be exclusive and he was saying yes exclusive is great i love exclusive you can be exclusive while on grinder i mean it just (laughs) doesn't make any sense like yeah i guess you theoretically can but why why would you need it um i if if this conversation doesn't go your way and you guys end up splitting and you become heartbroken and need just some people to comfort you and a shoulder to cry on, <laughs> Natasha and I could come out there. We could quickly be there. We'll Steve stay. With, to we'll, we'll, we'll stay with... We'll, we're trying to get free lo- lodging. So we'll stay with you. <laughs> we love... You know what? We love restaurants too. We love restaurants.
1: We're not trying to get free lodging, Moshe. We I, stayed in a nice hotel in Cape bedroom, Town.
4: What's that? I have a one-bedroom, so I do be a little bit of heart. All right. All right. Fine. We won't stay with you.
0: Here's my advice. If it doesn't work out and you do become heartbroken and you lose your sense of self... Just dive into the sea uh, of South Africa and find an octopus friend, and just really bond with that little octopus and have him guide you into a new version of humanity. I'll
4: dive into the I'll dive into the sea of Grindr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> find yourself an octopus <laughs> in Grindr. <laughs>
0: well, good
1: luck, and I hope that this guy realizes how cool you are and that you guys have a special connection. and And I think really, like putting it out there is is the best you can do, and and not and not letting him like. Say crazy things without you getting to respond to it. You know, like, don't let him win this.
0: Yeah. Cause you know what? You, Natasha's right. You're like, you're cute, you're nice, you're smart, and you're not being emotionally weird or needy at all. It's like, you're a catch. So,
1: and he, you should remind him of that.
0: Yeah. What is it? Some fucking. I should every day. Some <laughs> some trade on Grinder that some rando that he met. You know, it's like, what? No. it's It's all about Mike. I'm going, to, you know what? Actually, Mike, I'm going to come out there without Natasha and just stay with you. <laughs> Okay, and I'll get off the apps. I, mean, I haven't been on apps in years because I'm a married man. But all right, good luck.
1: Uh, good luck, honey. Thank
4: you so much. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. He was sweet. It's funny, this it's, pandemic. It's is rough out there. Yeah, this pandemic's winding down and people are kind of like this. Like, eh, I don't know if I want to give you too much of the em- emotional commitment. People is that are, what it is? No, I mean, not with the, ma- the married person. But I think that was just so obviously like a person – who is emotionally stunt a bit stunted, you know? Because I recognize that in myself. It's like a person that doesn't that is falling for someone, but it doesn't want to get off the apps because it has some spiritual meaning for him. You know, it's like
1: spiritual. No,
0: I I mean like like psychological identity identity meaning. Mm. Once I delete these profiles, it means like, Ugh, what am I doing? I'm getting like a adult relationship. Do you and- have to
1: delete the profiles? Can't you just like. Not go on for a while. Like, do you have to pay like a new like sign up fee and get a new mm, password I mean, and a new captcha every time? I, I don't know. I I
0: don't know. I I I am not on apps. I got off. I uh, okay cupid was my last ring of the tree.
1: Oh, they didn't even have that then.
0: okay cupid I don't
1: think it was on an app. I think you had to like go to the. You
0: had to go to the inter, the actual you world had to go wide to the web
1: video store and look at a computer. That's
0: right. You had to go to an internet cafe. <laughs> yeah. And you would go to an internet cafe and you would send, log into your account this was back in did you Aww. no you what, what do you mean ah
1: i just think it's just like
0: so sweet that i got off the apps for you
1: yeah i mean you know every time someone goes to an app you you would hope well i guess it's different for different people yes. that guy's boyfriends just going to like find some hot sex probably
0: well a lot of people are doing that that's what a i a lot use them of people
1: for. are going to apps like looking for a partner
0: yeah it, there's a lot yeah lot of different options on the internet
1: i'm glad we didn't meet on the internet
0: i'm glad we didn't also but there is someone on the internet i'd like you to meet <laughs> just a person from one of the apps that i was on it's called OpenItUp.com. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding tosh I, I even no matter what no matter how hard it is to be a wife in the pandemic no matter how much you want me to go swimming with great whites or go on the road for 90 days straight i still is love that an it. option it is but you know what else is an option? What? I love you.
1: <laughs> I, I can't say it.
0: Just please say it for me. Just I I need I it. I just uh, It's my love language. I love you. What do you? I love you. Kermit the frog I over love there. You. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, I know. It can be tough. Some
1: days are hard.
0: Okay, well, we'll be back next week with another installation of The Endless Honeymoon Podcast.